Good morning. It's good being with you again this morning. God created man to praise and worship him. God gave to man a free will that he might give back to God affection with no strings attached. God is committed to receiving our praise and is unwilling to share it with anybody. I immediately thought of the story of one of the most powerful world leaders in history, Nebuchadnezzar. He led his nation to conquer most of the known world at that time. Nebuchadnezzar was walking out on the grand porch of his palace one day when he looked around at his vast empire and exclaimed, Look at this great Babylon that I have made. God heard his prideful statement and condemned him to seven years of eating grass in the pasture like an animal. Following his seven-year-long humiliation, he said instead, that the living may know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. The powerful leader's attitude had dramatically changed after facing the judgment of Almighty God. In order for God to receive the greatest amount of praise, he orchestrated an ingenious method of ministry. Instead of assembling the greatest and most talented of his servants to carry out the work of spreading the gospel, he determined to often empower the weak and the least talented. Paul wrote of this in 1 Corinthians 1, 27 and 28. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are. Paul described how that when a gifted orator delivers an inspired message to a crowd, the speaker receives a grand ovation, and the listeners walk away thinking how great the speaker was. However, when a committed believer, whose talents are not in speaking, stands to deliver his message, the Lord has an opportunity to powerfully speak through him, working in the hearts of the listeners and bringing deep conviction in their hearts. As that crowd begins to leave, they don't say much about the speaker, but they can't say enough about how good God is. The talented man receives the glory in the first scenario, while God gets all the praise from the feeble efforts of the second. Everything we do should be with the intent of focusing glory to God. It ought to be the driving force behind every project we tackle and every opportunity we have of influencing others for Christ. Though God's plan involves using weak things and things base and despised, we ought never use that as an excuse for not giving Him our best. The truth is, we should always strive to produce excellent work. If given an opportunity to teach or preach, our goal should be to present a well-prepared, Christ-honoring message. The point of Paul's teaching is how we handle the praise. God gifted us. He empowered us. He gave us the opportunities, and He mercifully chose to use us. We, therefore, have nothing in which to glory. It all goes to Him. Thank God there is room in His servant for e service for each of us, no matter how weak. As we dedicate all of our work to His glory, His plan is fulfilled, and He is glorified. Verse 29, that no flesh should glory in his presence. God bless you today.
I love 